Hi there, my name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Burdeen, where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for watching. I think we, as a generation, got it twisted. Before I hop into this episode, um, I know this episode can be controversial for lack of a better term or word or phrase but as I'm thinking now and I think about what we're going to talk about today I want to know I want it to be known that this comes from a heart of this is where I have been at and there's moments and times where I'm still getting back to this place did you know you can build a Christian empire You can build a great church. You can build a great youth ministry. You can build great leaders. You can build all these things without truly knowing God. I'm explaining why you shouldn't and why we can't, but why many people and many youth leaders and youth pastors We can. We can. And we have. We've done it so often. But before we get all serious like with that, I want to announce to my viewers, my listeners. um, Listeners, you guys aren't viewing anything. My listeners, uh, I have become a middle school pastor, director. Um, at my favorite church, the church I grew up in, uh, Life Center um, in Tacoma, and it's it's great, it's amazing. Uh, the transition is going well; it's going so well. Um, such a healthy transition, and if you've heard stories um, about where I've been at before, this is this is it's great. So I'm excited to start at Life Center. I'll still be working with Young Life and doing both of those things. Uh, and really just reaching as many students as I can in the 253 South Puget Sound. Um, so I'm excited. I'm jacked. It's like, it's, it's time to go. That being said, uh, check out this ad. <laughs> um, I, it changed on us. So when I sent out the episode, I had an, a, a new ad and then it went back to the old ad. So check out this. This will be a new ad. Uh, and you guys are just simply the best. Simply the best. Thank you so much. But check out this ad. And we're going to get into our episode of building a Christian empire without God. Let's do it. You remember playing with Legos? Like we, we, we've all, we all have stories of playing with Legos, right? Now I have a story of, I can remember my dad bringing home this big crate of Legos and we went nuts and we made big ships and cities. It was awesome. Our imagination, like, especially like being black, like having Legos was a big deal. Like, yo, we got Legos, not in the hood, but we got Legos. And it was just great. It was so much fun and imagination. But 
there's something that I notice when you're playing with Legos and when you're doing something with Legos is especially if you're playing with someone else. Is there's always someone who knows how to build the Legos and there's always someone who has no idea what they're doing but they know that pieces go together. Uh, you could probably guess which one I was. I was a guy that has no clue how pieces go together but I always took the credit for everything coming together. So my little brother, he would make these amazing, he's only younger by a month, but he would make these awesome things. And I'd be like, yo, man, I helped him. And I like added one block in at the end. And he never got mad about it, but as I, as I hang out with more and more kids, um, and, 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 and whether I'm with, hanging out with like my brothers or just um, younger kids with like childcare or anything, like, what I see is that there's always kids who do, and there's kids who kind of do, but take the credit for what was done. And it usually has to do with Legos. And, and, and when I think about that story, as I think about that, I, I think it's funny because we are the same way when we build our empires, our, our cool things, our great things. See, KB has a song, he says this. He learned that you can build a Christian empire without God. What does that mean? I, I, essentially, as I think about it, it's we get into ministry, we get into these things, and what we forget is we forget the call that God has placed on us as we do ministry, and we actually just make it a job and make money from it. And, 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 and soon it becomes not something we do so people can know about the name of Jesus, but just so people can know about the name of me. See, Christian empires are built, right? But when they're with God, they're built greater. They're built greater. And so I, I, I kind of want to tackle this idea and I want to share, share um, kind of my heart on that. And one, this is how it's going to go. I'm going to share a story first about how I just struggled with building my own empire, but feel, helping build God's kingdom, right? Uh, and then also I'm going to share um, a dude in the Bible, y'all know him, Moses, who always kept asking, God, are you sure? God, are you sure? And he said, I am with you. Um, and then just speaking a little bit about the promised land and how, how much that means to this idea of that we can build one, but it's way, it's way more wise to build one with God and to build one for God. Uh, no golden calves out here, but actually one that is for God. And then as I always share, I'm going to share three essential steps um, for me being 20, <laughs> for me being a young dude in ministry that I have used to kind of fight and combat against the famous youth pastor, the famous pastor, or, and not that I'm like, my name's known and I'm bougie like that, but just to combat the want and the urge and the temptation to lean that way and act that way. That's outside of relationship with people. So let's get into it. And First, I want to talk about me. Uh, I started ministry, I want to say I'm when I was 15 is when I started my own ministry. And again, I understand I said my own. I started my own ministry and it started with the heart of this is going to be for people to know God. But then what it soon turned into was the complete opposite. It was Nate preaching hour. It was Nate speaking hour. It was listening to Nate hour. 
and I was sharing the gospel message, but I think I was sharing more so that people could see my gifts more than they could see the message. Now, also, I think there's nothing wrong with this because I was still preaching gospel and kids were getting saved uh, and kids were being healed. But what I noticed is that my behavior really didn't line up with the actions that I did on a Friday, which was when uh, the night the event was. And what I found was I was building a great empire, a great thing that looked good for God, but I really wasn't connected with God. So God wasn't really a part of it, but he's still blessed because the gospel was shared. I heard this quote as by Brian Lawrence. He says, just because God is blessed in your ministry doesn't mean he rubber stamps your approval or your sorry, your behavior. He does not rubber stamp or approve your behavior just because he's blessing and people are being saved through your ministry. See, God can still work through ministry, but he's not going to work. And, I, and I'm not putting limitations on God, but we have to watch how when he works through our ministry and our behavior isn't the best. That doesn't mean, oh, it's OK what you're doing. It actually is the complete opposite. And in the song KB talks about, he talks about this idea that I had as well. He says, like, basically the whole the whole song is about this guy who's going on stage for Jesus. And then he, um, before he knows it, he's uh, wind up with another chick uh, and it's not his wife. And you now he has to leave his kids. And, and it, it kind of goes down a rabbit hole really, really quickly. But inside that. There's a heart, and I believe there's a heart that's true. What we realize is we can have thousands of people saying the name of Jesus, but realize that we only built it for the merch, for the church merch, and because we do it the way that it's always been done. And before we know it, people go, yo, wow, Nate's done great things with this ministry. Which, okay, fine. But man, I want people to say, man, God's done, God's done great things with this ministry. God's done great things with this ministry. And we got to fight that. We have to fight that every day. Because we have to be cautious of building empires that don't have God within them. Because if you look at empires, especially biblical ones, especially the one that the enemy has been trying to build for years and years. Do you know that he's fighting... A losing battle. He's trying to build this empire with fallen angels, right? And I put that in air quotes because fallen angels and all these people that fall down and he's losing and he doesn't understand. And maybe he does that. He's going to lose the battle. Uh, I can remember when I was younger, my grandma would sit me in front of her, of her, what is it? Her, uh, her, her front porch. She sent me in front of her front porch and she she would ask this, she would tell us stories and some would be little horror stories and some would be little funny stories, but she'd always end all the stories with how Jesus was going to fight the devil on the last day of the earth and win and that we would all be saved. I didn't know who Jesus was, but I literally, picture this if you can, I literally thought of Jesus going head head to head with the devil like like let's get it and it was white jesus even though jesus ain't white but it was white jesus 
going like duking it up, throwing the hands with the enemy. And that was my image of who God was. And she would share those things. And uh, I mean, the heart, right, was right. But sometimes I think my child imagination went. But what she was saying is that the enemy is fighting a losing battle. There's going to be a battle. But he's won it. Actually, Jesus already fought that battle. And it's already been won. Now we got to bring other people into this faith with us. So we can build a Christian empire without God. And I want to talk about Moses. Because Moses has such a a scary heart. And I'm going to share a couple of scriptures uh, where it talks about he... Uh, Moses struggles and a lot of people struggle and um, are, are fearful of what's to come, what's going to happen and, um, and who we are. But Moses always asked, but but who are you to use me? Essentially, right? Who are you to use me? I can't use me. He's like, I have a stutter. He has all these things. And I love how God never actually pinpoints the issue. He, This is all he says, right? He says, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. That's an exodus. I will be with you. See, Moses asked the question, who am I? Right. And I don't think that that question is wrong. Who am I? Right. Who are we? Because honestly, who are we to say that we get to carry on the mission of God? Every time I pray, I say, God, thank you for the privilege of sharing the gospel, the share gospel that I don't really deserve to share. But you say I get to. Man, that's so good. You see, he says we get to. But he says, no, but I will be with you. I will be with you. And he walks and he takes them to the promised land. Even though they're knuckleheads, he takes them through. They get to the promised land. And he leaves some people out the promised land, but they get in. Right? Moses said, Moses' legacy, as I look back at his legacy, is he got these people through. He pushed them through. He got them out. Because God said, I will be with you. Other verses that remind us that we are enough only when God is in it. And in this scripture, and this is actually one of my favorite scriptures, Psalm 139. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, not myself, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My friend was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Do you see the care that God has? The care that God has as he makes, like he made us. He made us in our inmost being. He made us in our mother's womb, the depths of the earth. He made us. So why would we try to build something? Without him. Why? Well, because in this world of the the Insta tag and the hash gram and all these kinds of things. Obviously, I know what they're called. The Snapchats and the quick, right? We get everything quick. I think we've forgotten 
who we're made by, who we are, and who we've always been. I think we forget, and so we say, right, when things, because honestly, when in ministry, when things are going good, I sometimes, I usually call less on God when I need to call more on him when things are going great, because the enemy loves to sneak in when things are going great. Right, because in that song, again, and you can't hear the song, but in the song, great things are going on for KB. Great things are happening for K- or KB or whoever the character is. I don't. It's not KB, but whoever the character is, right? Great things are happening. Jesus, he's selling merch, but in the good, his heart is still poisoned. See, you can have a blessed ministry, but you better be careful of thinking that you're behavior has been rubber stamped that you have been approved of what you do on the side when he blesses your ministry and we got to fight this every day we have to fight this every day and for being moses right quick always asking are you sure but are you sure but are you sure and god says do it go bring them take them through they're dummies they're, they're tripping take them through every single time See, we can build a Christian empire without God, but we should help bring the kingdom, build the kingdom with God because it's his kingdom. So why shouldn't we do it with him? Because we all know those people who say, hey, man, we're doing this for the glory of the kingdom, but we're really doing it for the glory of ourselves, the glory of an organization, the glory of a name, the glory of a people group, the glory of a, a race, whatever it is. We have to we have to hard set our minds that we need to do it for the glory of Jesus. Come on, I I hope someone's throwing their shoe at the phone right now, because I think I'm preaching. And then my three things, right? My three things to fight this. One, it's not about you. Your youth ministry is God's youth ministry. Your kids' youth ministry. Your ministry is God's youth ministry. The people that are in it. Right. Like even whether you're an adult pastor listening to this, like your ministry, the thing you serve, the thing you lead isn't yours. It is all God's. It was God's, will be God's, always has been God's and always will be God's. I said a couple of those twice, but you need to get this, that we are not the owners. We are simply the vessels on which he uses to share his gospel through. Man, that's a mouthful, but it's true. Second. The second thing is, check your heart, right? I think what I found more is when I wanted to be a pastor at first, or I kind of in the middle stages, I knew a bunch of cool youth pastors. They dress cool, they wear the nice shoes, and I was like, I want to be like that because their name is heard. I had to check my heart and say, because that's when I started to build my own empire, I had to say, that's not where God wants me. I'm actually going to build. I actually want to be a pastor because I want to build God. I want to help build God's kingdom and what he's doing. Right? And third, third, stop listening or stop judging your ministry or what you're doing for the kingdom by someone else's false empire. What does that mean? Man, if you go to social media, everyone has a false empire. All of us do. 
man, there's happy pictures on there when I might have been arguing with some people that are on my Instagram. Why right? I post all these happy things, but we don't post the, the sad things, right? I, I've told you about lament. Don't base your judgment, don't base your worth or your ministry's worth on the false empires that other people build on social media. False empires. If it ain't got God in it, it ain't real. And even when we all know how to angle the picture to make it seem like there was way more kids in there. You know what I mean? We all know how to like make a picture look to make it seem like the Holy Spirit worked. You know, like... And I'm not denying that it does, but we got we got to check our heart, and we gotta and we gotta fight against comparing ourselves to the false empires. So to wrap that all up, yes, you can build a Christian empire without God, but why would you? Why would you? The pay is not great all the time. You'll never see the work completely finished, especially in youth ministry and a lot of ministries. And sometimes you're not, it's, it, you're alone. You're scared. You're afraid. But isn't it crazy how God works? Oh, and yeah, he always works. Always works. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Youth of the Nation podcast. Again, remember that we changed up our schedule. The first three weeks of the month will always be a new Nate episode, and then our last week of the month will be an interview, uh, spacing those out a little bit more. And so I appreciate you guys, and this summer's about to get crazy. It's about to get real crazy, but thank you guys for checking out the episode. That's episode 42 and honestly you know what i noticed i skipped a couple but we're gonna say it's episode 42 because i didn't number one and one's the youth of the nation like the intro so things getting changed but this is episode 42 or 43 who knows of the youth of the nation podcast i'll catch you guys next week and remember you can build a christian empire without god but don't even try always build god's kingdom with god Thank you guys for listening. Peace.